0: I'm Brad. So, where'd you really go? we really get to use sound effects. <laughs> where'd <and> he go? <laughs> but, uh, we do not have a, a guest this week. We peaked last week with the bullfighter, I think.
1: Yeah, nobody wanted to follow up Nick's act.
0: What an act it was.
1: It was. I thought it went great. Uh, happy to have him on. I think I learned a lot. Learned more about the rodeo trail. But it was it was that time of year in Carson, but it was uh, good to get back to reality and back to our normal everyday lives.
0: Absolutely. And I love, I absolutely love the mobile studio when we take this uh, whole rig out and we go down the to the Rodeo Grounds and do that.
1: Well, you say we, but I just show up and like, hey, Frank, why don't you set the stuff up and I'll drink beer. Yeah, so it doesn't it- take long yeah it's you got quite a mess you bring down with you. You got a lot of shit to bring down Nick. Hey, Frank, can we do a remote uh, on a school bus going forty
0: down a gravel Road? Sure, and he makes it work. yeah. well, i don't I don't know why we couldn't. right. If I can get this whole rig on Ragbri, I probably would. <laughs> I'll pedal this across <laughs> to Iowa.. God, there's some guys on Ragbri that have big contraption trailers that they that they haul shit on. One guy I saw had a trailer with his dog in it. It looked like a whole kennel on wheels. And then above that, he had solar panels.
1: What do you have solar panels for? He had
0: a fan running on his dog, and then charging his phones and well, shit. If he just
1: rode faster. His dog would be
0: cool. That's kind of what I thought, but it was hotter than a barrel of tits out there. Uh, it was very hot this year.
1: Well, uh, didn't you say a guy had a full bar also, like a folding
0: bar? Yeah, we actually uh, we were sitting there oh. in was it Hornick, Iowa, because we rode up the Saturday before to, to meet the route, and we were pausing in Hornick, and. This guy come and you could see him in the distance because you could see him for a mile and it was like the mirage, the hazy yeah. figure in the distance that just kept getting closer and closer. And he had this big, I mean, he looked three people wide, and it was just one dude. And I was like, I go, hey, you guys remember that guy who carries a full fucking bar on the back of his bike and it's a wooden like plywood bar oh, that crap. he made, fully stocked, full of shit. And he come rolling up to us and I'm like, we were just talking about you, man, and we bullshit with him for a little bit. And he has stickers all over his his bar. And I thought, I need to get a one more We all go sticker on that bitch.
1: So tell me if you've ever seen these, but my grandparents both would like to partake in a few drinks. But I know my one grandpa traveled a lot, and he had a group of people he traveled with that they would take their motorhomes and RVs out. But he had a traveling bar that it looked like a, oh, it's about the size of an 18-pack of beer. And you could fit like four bottles of whiskey in it, a mixer, and then your little mixer cup. And then a uh, four tumblers and you'd unfold it and it was, you'd stand it up like hot dog style on the table and then open it up and it would stand there and have stuff on each side of it.
0: Yeah. Like and a I, travel bar.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. A traveling bar. But I remember seeing those several times back in the eighties and nineties at family parties and stuff, but you don't see many good traveling bars anymore.
0: No, you don't. And that's uh, I believe they call that a damn shame.
1: Yeah. maybe we, shame. Maybe we should bring that back. I'll uh, I'll see if Brooklyn's got any old backpacks I can make a traveling bar into.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Leave the My Little Pony stickers on it so so, she takes it to school on accident.
1: So we've got that trip uh, up to Canada there coming up this month, eh? Uh, Maybe we could uh, smuggle some whiskey in a backpack there, eh?
0: Can we buy it at a duty-free store?
1: Yeah, put A on because we're talking about Canada.
0: A? Yeah. And uh, we'll go up there and and get uh, one of them
1: traveling bars. Oh, I think that'd be great. We'd get way up in and get the whiskey all cold and... uh, uh, that's the best, that's the best <laughs> Canadian I can do. Uh,
0: I've peaked in all my accents.
1: I, I think they're pretty strict on bringing booze into Canada.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I've only, I haven't only—I have been to Canada since I was 16. I've never been. And that was to flee the law.
1: I've seen it. You've uh, never been to Canada? No, I've been to North Dakota working on a harvest crew. And I could see Canada, but I didn't cross the border.
0: That, that was it. It looks the same as Montana. Yeah, because what we're doing is we're flying into Seattle, staying the night in Seattle, and then uh, it's Brad and, and his wife Jess, my wife Shiloh and I, and then Wilma and Kurt are going. And uh, Not the pilot? Not the pilot. Damn I, it, Mike. We, I, they're, I think they're going to be a game day. I think at one point they're just like, fuck it, we're in.
1: He's got a pretty serious job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they bought a lake house, so oh, doesn't need off. to be. Good for him. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful lake house. Uh, I haven't been, but I've seen pictures. I'd get drunk in it. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you couldn't. I'd get drunk in a camper. I, I would try. I don't know if I could, but I would try. Uh, well anyway, and then we're going to drive, uh, Shiloh rented a, a car from some Airbnb website.
1: We shouldn't have let her rent. Cause you know, it's going no, to be some, it's going to be some four cylinder. Like, no,
0: it's like a, it's, uh, it's a big old SUV. She's too gonna, thrifty. Uh, it's going to fit eight people. She's going all out on this cause her company's paying for it. What? Yeah. The the company she works for, uh, I guess that we work for, every five years that you're there, they give you $2,500 that you have to spend on travel. And she's been there 15 nice. years. I'm going to
1: tell Jess it would be so nice to have HTS pay for all our trips. Right. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, so, Thanks, Adam. So she's got uh, $7,500 to spend on a trip, and it has to be used on travel or you don't get it. Nice. Yeah. It's one of those spiffs to keep uh, employees happy, so. That's great. Yeah, good I'm for them. Super excited about it. So that was uh, well played, Adam. Nice work. The uh, what was the other thing? Oh, the the Airbnb that we're staying in at uh, in Vancouver. I heard it was pretty sweet. It's like a full mansion with a like a putting green and everything in the backyard. What? Yeah. Hold on. Your balls are getting in the hole that weekend. Well,
1: you've seen my putting skills. Mm-hmm. So I I'm gonna have to bring my putter
0: because I don't putt with any old piece of shit. Absolutely not. I don't so, even own. A, I don't even own a putter, by the way. So, uh, which leads us into uh, our date uh, yesterday.
1: Yeah. So, why tell? It's your story because you started it. So, I mean, the uh, the whole uh, ritual. Yeah. You started. So
0: the first day of school, when we drop the girls off for their first day of school for the last six years, uh, we take the whole full day off, and Charlotte and I normally we go golfing. You've done it with all your wives. I've done it with, yeah. Uh, every every wife I've had, all the kids, you know, I've got a couple nope. that are just graduating college now, so. Yeah. Doctors.
1: But, and you've gone a few different golf courses, but it's just a good to say, hey, those kids are in there hating life, first day of school, let's go have a good relaxing day.
0: Yeah. we yeah. we. Uh, I'm one of those weirdos that enjoys uh, spending time with his wife, so, we're, so are you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we went out with uh, two other couples. Turns out she's like a
1: mushroom. She's a fun
0: guy. <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. That's you. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So we we added some couples this year. So we had uh, we had a big. It was a full day.
1: Well, but tell them what you you guys want to start a whole tournament out
0: of it. Yeah, I thought we could uh, we could do the Olmstead Open next year where we just invite anybody that's cool that wants to go out. So the open anybody can come. The Invitational you have to be asked to come. Oh, so yeah. I guess it would be the Invitational because you don't want to have an open and then a lot of weirdos are going to show up. And yeah start charging into playing your own tournament. Yeah, we don't want anybody that direction coming in. That's uh, west. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, no, I I think that'd be great. We could uh, get T-shirts made, and we'll do it the first day of school every year when the kids are in school and the yeah. parents are all out and the kids can get out of school and come drive us home safe.
0: Yeah. close to the beginning of summer vacation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, no, it's, it's always a fun time. I really, really do enjoy doing that, so. But it still turned, at our high-end country club we were at, you cannot golf eight
1: in a foursome. No. Cause, well, you can't golf eight in an eightsome.
0: No. They, they wanted to split us up, and we said no. Because we were the only ones on the course. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. It was a million degrees out. Yeah, 70 acres of golf course and us,
1: and hey, you're holding up the couple that's not here yet. And we would have.
0: Yeah. I'm sure we did hold up a couple. But rules
1: are rules, but I feel like it should be, hey, if there's more than six teams golfing on the course at the same time, you should separate up. But if there's nobody on the course, you can golf with your party. Yeah, no. I, but I, I, I don't that. own a golf course, so you I could. don't make
0: my rules. You could. You got enough acres.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I got a, our, our friend up in Audubon. He bought a golf course and they farm it now. Oh, yeah. They, they bought it. And right they just, off 71 uh, there. Yep. He, yeah. he They bought that, and they just farm it. And there's still a little golf shack in the side where the cart barn was. Did you know that used to be a disco?
0: A bar? Mm. We can't both drink at the same time. One of us has to be talking. No, that's true. That's, uh, that was my fault. Uh, I it, started it. It looks so good. <laughs> you were doing it, and I wanted to join in. But, uh, no, it used to be a, a disco back in the, the 70s. And I worked with a guy, uh, old Ferguson, and he would tell stories about driving up there and it would be, you'd have to walk a mile. People park on the side of the highway and you'd have to walk up the side of the, the highway to get to the, uh, the disco.
1: Did So since we're on the track of that, did you ever wait in line to go to clubs, discos when you were 19, 23 years old? Um, when we were going to clubs in those days?
0: No, never went to, uh, in high school we used to go to, it's tore down or it's not tore down, but it's closed and it's been closed for a long time. The The cavern. Did you ever go to the Cavern? I have not. Was that in the old market? Uh, no, it was uh, in Council Bluffs um, by Kmart. So uh, where the Casey's is now there on 6, uh, right inside of Council Bluffs by the, the college and everything. Yep. There's this little driveway. It's now fenced off, but there's a little driveway, and you go up there, and there's this big building. And it used to be a bar and dance club, and we used to we used to go there in high school. Oh, we've
1: done it a few times, waited in line, you know, for haunted houses, bars, things of that nature. But uh, ne- I'd never really, because you get in there, and it's that busy inside, and then you're waiting in line to get drinks. You can't talk to your friends. You can't enjoy a nice conversation. Right. Everybody's drunk and being ignorant. What's the point?
0: And then you're lewd dancing. You get tapped yes. on the shoulder. There's
1: whores dancing around, yep. scantily clad. It's hard to read your Bible in that lighting. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, so no, I, I it. don't think, I think at 41 years of age, I'm going to say it. I will not
0: wait in line to go into a club. Your clubbing days. I have a hard time waiting. No, it no, I
1: didn't say that. I said I won't wait in line to go to a club.
0: <laughs> if I can
1: get there by like four or five before it's real busy, no line, I'll go in. Yeah. But I'm not going there at 10 or 11 when it's crazy.
0: Can I get bottle service and put some Metamucil in nah, there? Sir,
1: we're still cleaning. We're still cleaning the floors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever go to a gay bar? Mm. Funny you should ask, Frank. Uh,
1: Yeah, so we had some friends in school that had been going to this bar. Yeah, it's a great place to pick up chicks. And we waited in line. I was probably 19 to go to this bar down in South Omaha. And there was guys running around outside in baby bonnets and lizard outfits and all kinds of weird stuff. And the one friend went in, and the other two of us were I'm like, I don't know, man, this is just kind of weird. And like, yeah, let's let's get out of here. So I never did go in there, but oh. I did wait in line for a long time, and then I did not go in once I got up to the doorman.
0: Really? I've been to uh, the, there's a gay club in Omaha called The Max. That was it. A uh, lot of fun, except for the bathroom it made me a little uncomfortable because a gentleman stood as close to uh, me as I am to this microphone right now.
1: Was he a little Asian dude? I think I heard yes. you tell the story. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he just... Uh, and I got stage fright. So basically, I'm just holding my, my my penis out on display. And he's looking at me and looking at it. And I kind of turned my back to him, which, you know, strike one, buddy. Right. So he just walked around nonchalantly and stood on the other side to get the, the full view. And he, you know, took it in, so to speak. <laughs> no pun intended the, yeah and I checked all the stalls they were all full I don't know what was going on in there but they were all the stalls were full huh. so it was just a line of 30 urinals and I'm the only one standing at the urinal yeah he could have picked the other 19 urinals oh yeah he didn't even go to the bathroom urinals. he just came in took in the old cockfight, and then checking the inventory yep went uh, went back out and then I also went to uh, a gay bar in Minneapolis called the the brass pony or the brass rail um well, it sounds like the brass rail to me. I think it was the, actually called the the brass rail, and everybody in there, so super nice. Beers were like two bucks in downtown Minneapolis. Huh? It was the cheapest beer in every every dude in there. Super nice. I would go back. Five stars. Did you have to wait in line? No. See, walked, I'll go. Walked right. No in. line. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. No line. I'm in.
0: Yeah. Those are my gay bar stories.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll try anything once. It's not like you. It's not like you really the devil's rejects. <laughs> going in there and people are going to chop. Not the Devil's Rejects. That like Quentin Tarantino movie, where vampire bar with the, uh, from Dust till dawn. From Dust till dawn. Yeah. yeah, I probably wouldn't go to that bar. But other than that, I'd try any bar, at least one time. Yeah, because I, I love a good dive bar. I'd, I'd rather go to uh like the old Club 92 down here the locals. Because oh, I, I want to find a bar like that in Vegas or Chicago or something like that. I'd much rather go to a place like that than uh, Applebee's. Yeah. You, know, you tried to
0: get us in one of those places in Vegas when we were driving back from the Cowboy Christmas.
1: Yeah, we couldn't go. Well, we had uh was the night we went liquor shopping?
0: No, it was the Dr. sushi the night we, we went we went to the Cowboy Christmas. Yep. And then we were driving back in the uh the taxi. Yep. And we drove through a pretty shitty neighborhood and you're like, "Hey, let's go to a dive bar." Yeah. And uh I was very against it and the cab driver was also very against dropping us off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, You boys don't want to go down here. This ain't your scene. Eh nah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I I don't know. I yeah. You're probably right. Maybe downtown Las Vegas dive bar might be
0: too much. It wasn't the it was not the, the downtown Vegas. It was a very very shitty part of Vegas where we could have easily scored cocaine. Anything we wanted. Anything we wanted. <laughs> Anything we wanted. <laughs> You've always been to a gay bar?
1: Well, if I remember right though, it was like four in the afternoon. It wasn't late at all. No,
0: but but still, people inside of a bar, that kind of bar in Vegas, don't know what time it is. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they've been outside in three days. Yeah. Sun so out too know. hot. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> get another
1: round of old Milwaukee. So did you hold up? We start off in the golf tournament. Did you yep. get anything you wanted the golf on the Frank Invitational, the Olmsted Invitational? I think so. I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah, I'd be happy to man one of the holes on the Invitational to keep scores or whatever I need to do. If I if you need help,
0: oh, sell so raffle uh, tickets and yeah,
1: officiating.
0: <laughs> you got to so golf in that bed. They area. said
1: uh, I was able to volunteer for that for the Booster Club. There was yeah, they raised some money. We sold nine hundred dollars for raffle tickets via hole three, which was Brad's hole. Hole three. Yeah. and uh, But I sat there for 10 hours, Frank.
0: Oh, no. At the the radio station, we had a golf tournament, and that's we couldn't golf in it. Right. Which was absolutely stupid. We had a golf tournament at the radio station that only sponsors played in. So they bought ads to put on the the golf course, but only were advertising to other advertisers. Right. Which I always (laughs) thought was stupid. You need to open it up to listeners. Get some patrons in there. Yeah. Anyway, we're a very professional outfit. So, the old lady? No, it's a Jake Moorhead from Three Heels Rodeo. Oh. We'll get him on here. Yeah.
1: Jesus uh, Christ, Jake, we're working.
0: God bless it. Uh, no, so it was just absolutely ridiculous. And so I sat at a hole for 10 hours. Uh yeah. And I wasn't even selling raffle tickets. I was just had to sit at this hole for 10 hours and give people shit all day.
1: You're almost like a pimp, just man the hole, making sure nobody yep. abuses it. Yep. Like a you want me to show you how to get in there? <laughs> and because they did 18 holes on this one it was years 18 holes also yeah and uh yeah by the second round people came back around it was getting a little hairy and said yeah we'll buy your raffle tickets i had one guy t-boned me in his rental golf cart <laughs> I, I had uh i had a rental cart there luckily also because i had my I borrowed a cart and that one went off and so they traded me and i got another rental and he come up and t-boned my rental cart and slid it like five yards and he's like i got you i'm like yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> he plowed into it, but yeah, he, he he'd had a good time. And that's why yeah. you
0: always opt for the cart insurance.
1: Yeah, you always get the extra insurance. Yeah,
0: uh, so good times, good times. Yeah. There. That's all. That's all I had for the golf.
1: So, the next thing we had, we had decorations on our list to go down. Okay. What are we I don't remember why we were talking
0: about decorations. It was like 10 minutes ago. Um well, in our pre-show meeting is yep. that we always have cuz we're a professional outfit yes, here. Yes, this is no We one. were talking you are building a big shop out at your place hmm. and you were ta- we were talking about the the decor on the inside. Absolutely. And you were like, "Frank, you've been to gay bars. Tell me about <laughs> Right. <laughs> tell me about the decor. What's options? the
1: best color of drapes to put
0: on my yeah. shop? this is how you make faux wood.
1: Well, so, yeah, I kind of want to do a man cave office type thing, but my wife's going to have an office in there, too, so it's got to be gender neutral. But I want something low-maintenance because you're going to have farmers and workers in there and kids and dirt and stuff. So I was thinking barn wood and tin, then you don't have to worry about holes in the drywall if somebody drops something on it or greasy hands come in and lay on it with a dirty coat. Yeah. But I don't want just plain old pine wood. So, yeah, you think of some textured wood, something like that, I think it'd look nice. Yeah,
0: get some textured uh, wood in there, some barn tin would some, look good. Some false beams good. to break up the
1: tin so it's not just tin rough and put some oh, yeah. false beams up there. All right, Yeah. We'll, we'll but do, do be
0: careful because it might echo quite a bit. The sound would go well, off Well, don't the, the beams the help
1: with that to break it up
0: so it can't go all the way around? Yeah, uh, the the way it works is all uh, I'll, uh, voice and sound has uh, energy. And when it hits something, it reflects off with that same energy until it... Runs out of energy, so it needs to have
1: lots of stuff to reflect with. Hence the sound hence panels. Hence the
0: sound panels in, in here.
1: And I have noticed the sound quality increase as we progress in production. Yeah, or you progress
0: in production because I don't produce shit. Yeah, you do content. Yeah, I wouldn't go that yeah, far. I'd say I'd say you're a valuable part of this infrastructure. Uh, so I would do that. But also, my my big suggestion would be on the floors because you're going to do concrete floors. Probably laminate. Really. Yeah. I, I thought you'd do stained concrete because I thought you could put your logo <laughs> stamped in there and stain it a different color. <laughs> well, that would be cool. That's my that's my thought. But it, part of the trouble
1: is it's an old it's a twenty by thirty garage we're retrofitting into an office, so it's got floor drains in it. Yeah. For when you park your vehicles in there in the wintertime. in Iowa, you got draining the salt and snow off. Um, so there's sloped floors, so I was trying to get some thin set to get them leveled up, and he went in there, and, and the framer I've got is very good at what he does and uh, he's like "Ah, oh, you're an inch and a half off when you're level I'm like
0: ah fuck <laughs> oh you show sure you already leveled it
1: well yeah so i put the thin set in we just used mortar and watered it down and then flushed it out yeah and uh tried to get it level yeah like, oh, you're still got an inch and a half of slope in here well over 20 feet i didn't think that was that bad but when you're framing a wall i guess you want it pretty square <laughs> yeah so we we'll have to figure out something different to make that work better yeah so, so, yeah, I think be just laminate because you won't – walking across, you won't tell it. Sitting in your office chair, you won't tell it. It's not like your chair is going to roll to the middle of the room. <laughs> you're not on the silly silo.
0: you spill your drink and it just rolls. As, just as <laughs> Don't off
1: worry. This. It's going to her. Yeah, it's going to her off. It's like a hog building. <laughs> uh, the next thing I had on my list, you're about the same age as I am. What is the best age to peak at? What, do you, what was your favorite age? Or is it still to come? Is it going to be
0: sixty years old? I don't I, know. I, I'm I'm digging forty one. Um, yeah, but I'm one of those optimistic dipshits that no, oh, this is the best time of my life. Right. Um. So I'm always. I mean, right now, I, I got great home life. I got you know my work life has improved dramatically. Yeah. And I'm you know I'm doing this with my my best friend. It's fucking great. All right. Well.
1: I have to say because, yeah, physically, obviously, I would like to be in better physical shape, but it's not for Jesus. lack of not trying because I definitely don't try.
0: <laughs> it um, is for lack of trying.
1: <laughs> it's not for lack of not trying Oh because okay. <laughs> I definitely do not try. I mean, my wife's working on an hour and a half a day and she's a freaking 10. She looks amazing. I'm so proud of her. And she's like, hey,
0: you can use my gym like.
1: Nah, I don't want to wear out your equipment.
0: Yeah. Just, you, ain't got, you, don't, you don't have heavy enough weights.
1: Uh, she actually just bought like 300 pounds today. They showed up via f- Amazon. Woof. Thanks, Bezos. Thanks, thanks Freight. <laughs> right. Jeepers. Yeah, yeah. she had 300 pounds of free weight show up in the mail today. No, she's got a squat rack. That, uh, oh, the between the guy. the weights, uh, we got a Chewy delivery because we had five dogs or four dogs. So we got 500 pounds of Chewy showing up every other week. Man, yeah, he hates our house. <laughs> there was one day there was there was dog food at the end of the driveway. He's like, "Yeah, this is all you get."
0: <laughs> <laughs> it fell out of the bag. Didn't track. even
1: come up to the house. He just, like, I'm out. Probably
0: because you have five fucking barking dogs, <laughs> <at> <laughs>
1: right? <it. laughs> and he's got a 200 pound Saint Bernard charging him. Yeah, carrying the dog food. Where's the food, bitch? <laughs> so, but yeah, I would I would have to agree. Yeah, physically, I would love to be in better shape, but I can't, bitch, because I don't try at
0: all. I don't eat right. And I don't exercise. So, do you do you blame COVID for that? Nah, mostly just I lack of COVID dir- directly because I was in f- fucking really you absolutely good shape, were. and then COVID hit and I quit. I couldn't go to the gym, yeah. So we had and we had all the stuff here, but I just didn't. Uh, I didn't have anybody to show off that I was lifting weights, so I just quit. And now I fucked up my back somehow, and I can't. Uh, Forty-one, 41. Know, 41, man, and I so I still have that half finished patio in the back that I'm. I can't lean over and pound bricks down.
1: Uh, that goes right into our next our next talk is how many projects should one do-it-yourself DIY man have unfinished at once? Um, I've got four right now. Yeah, I think four <laughs> is probably the minimum. Uh, so uh, we're we've got our basement ceiling tore apart because we're waiting on duct work to get fixed because we had to change the duct work. So the suspended ceiling's half gone, and the ducts are just kind of randomly scattered about the basement and you the ceiling get tiles. got in a row. Right. right. <laughs> got to get your ducks in a row. That's better than the yardstick
0: joke. <laughs> I waited out the hallway for fucking three minutes till someone would come out and hear that thing.
1: Hey, Brad, what about these yardsticks? And then what? They're not making them any longer. Nope. <laughs> so we've got that one. Uh, Jess was out of town and I was like, yeah, this deck's not very good. So I got the Skidler out and ripped the deck off the house. So we don't have a deck.
0: Oh, man, you're deckless.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I was like, oh, I might as well take the sidewalk out too over here. So I took the sidewalk out around the side of the house, and then uh, we we're waiting to get a shop built. So we got the shop eight, well, four percent done. Yeah. There's no, there's a foundation, and now we got the garage office getting torn. So yeah, we shit is
0: tore all apart at the farm. Just can't. You're not happy?
1: No, it's stressful because everywhere I look, I just see a hundred things I need to do, or, and so I just finally, hey, we got to hire this done, hire that done. Because there's, well. Most of it was getting hired out anyway, but I'm starting to hire more of it out because yeah. it's hot, it's dry, crops are going to need harvested. We've got to feed America. She's yeah. hungry.
0: It's, oh man, I'd not envy your job. Yeah. You've got a lot on your plate to put some well, on mine.
1: not really. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet job. Yeah, well, I, I love it. it. It gets stressful at times, but uh, yeah, it, it's nice being your own boss and being able to come and go as you please. Take a day
0: date to go golf with your best buds and your wife. Yeah, I had to, I had to use some PTO. Um, oh. So yeah, so as far as uh, my projects, I've got that pavilion out back. Yep. Uh, the pavilion's built. I, I haven't put gutters on it, uh, and then it just reminded me of something else. So I'll get to that here in a second. But uh, so I got that. The patio is unfinished. Um, so I got uh, like, around the pa- around the patio. Yeah, underneath the yeah. Uh, the pavilion, the the patio, because I'm putting an outdoor kitchen in. So I got. Two hundred four cinder blocks that uh, are sitting on the corner of the yard until I get the patio done, so I can move the blocks over to stuck with them, bitches, and get everything in. In my <laughs> and in my invisible timeline that I set my for myself was Labor Day. I wanted it all finished. <laughs>
1: well, that's one thing. I think
0: intermittent goals.
1: Hey, I'll have I'll have this many rows done in this date. I'll have this much done on this date. Something I got to do as I get older is to say, hey, and but there's got to be consequences for them too. Yeah. And how do you do consequences with yourself? Because I'm not going to tell anybody if I don't meet them. <laughs> I'm, like, it's a, I'm like gold star for Brad. They
0: say that's the thing about goals, though, is that if you have a, a goal, you have to tell someone else what your your goal is. Yeah. Otherwise, because you're not going to hold yourself as accountable as so someone else would. your boss used to host the peer group that I was going to, this group
1: of farmers. Well, peer group, for those who don't know, a group of farmers would meet up. We'd talk four times a year and talk about what things were working and what wasn't. And one of the things was you had to set four goals. One personal, three professional. And it was good because it was a $20 ante and, or I think you had to pay if you didn't get them all done or something. You had to put 20 bucks in the pot. And then some got the other goals and they got that money from everybody. But it held you accountable for it. And I did things that I never would have done personally and fiscally that helped me. And some of the bigger groups do way more. I mean, it's a big fine for, excuse me. But uh, yeah, having those goals and
0: being held accountable for them is huge. I think we should all do that. Can we do that for each other, you and I? I think so. I think we could, because I I I'd, I'd hate to let you down.
1: Well, I yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> I feel the same way. I don't want to let you down. But what, what's going to be the punishment? That the,
0: what, Just if we don't get that, I let done. Brad down would be my punishment. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't for want a that. Dis-
1: I don't want that disappointed look in your eye.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's. Uh, I beat the bottom of the stairs, and you stand at the top
0: with your belt in your hand, like you knew what was coming yep why do you make me hit you bread yep damn it you said that garage is gonna be done <laughs> <laughs> uh so is so yeah and then i've got the the downstairs i'm i'm finishing we had an unfinished basement so i've got it all framed and now i've got a i've got a little more electrical got to get my ducks in a row uh here as well you've then, got a lot because i don't do that
1: much diy i i can build a wall but it's not gonna be true or straight or warm
0: or sturdy you ever seen me hand you a level down here and say, check out that wall? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Drywall covered most of it. Yeah. A little paint and mud. Yeah. And so... Fix but, it in post. Right. Right. Did you get your bathroom done upstairs? The The bathroom was kind of a rush job because uh, in a fit of COVID rage, Shiloh kicked a hole through the wall. So we had to tear out the, the hole. So what happened was she was taking a bath and the the shower wall was rotted behind and we didn't know it was, yep. they just tiled straight to the drywall and didn't put any oh, no, membrane backer. or yep. anything. So she was shaving her legs and her foot slipped off the edge of the tub <laughs> and it went through the wall. In the kitchen? Yeah. And, and uh, no, it would have been into our bedroom if she went through both layers of drywall. <laughs> so I had to tear out all of the, the drywall, all of the, the tile uh, and then tear out the tub. Yeah. And then we got a whole new tub and surround and it took, yeah, because at the time, that, that was days. the only bathroom yeah. you had. Yeah. We didn't have a hole in the floor like we do now. Right. We didn't, we didn't have that luxury back then. Right. So. I, yeah, last time we were here, I
1: had to use that hole in the floor to go to the bathroom, but I, it took me a half hour to get that turd poked down through there. Yeah,
0: well, you got it. I'm I as mean, a two-inch pipe trying to hit that. It was tough. <laughs> Just hover. You're playing yeah. play butt darts with actual turds. <laughs> right. So <laughs> right. So I've got that project going, and then, uh, of course, the, the yard, and then. Uh, we got, you got things, not got, you got to have at least four going at one time. Okay. Well, good. I feel like we're not alone then. Any,
1: no. Yeah. Any man's got to have a few solid projects to be held accountable for.
0: What was it? The, there's a guy on social media, dude, dad. I don't know if you've seen him. I've heard the name, uh, but he has a, a spoof commercial that he does for uh, a couple more days construction. Just a couple more days. <laughs> I just need a couple more days. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, but it's tough because, yeah, the, when you get your days off or a Sunday, excuse me, you don't want to just do work. Yeah. let get done working.
0: You're Come home well, from a long day. At okay. The office, post it on social media, and then have to come lift bricks. Well, so that's a little bit different because most of the time I'm,
1: if I'm either farming in the tractor or I'm in the shop fixing stuff up to get ready for the next season, whatever it may be, but where you are in the office doing stuff more with your mind, does it feel like a good release to come out and do stuff with your hands? Do you oh, like,
0: yeah. So you like that change of pace? I do, and even even when I was at the radio station, I I, I did most of it with my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so not the moneymaker. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so yeah, I felt yeah, I and I enjoy doing that construction stuff. Right, but. Uh, but, yeah, finding the finding the time now is.
1: I enjoy it when it's turning out good, but then after you plug away and you got, say, you're putting a wall up or something or forming concrete and then you get about done, like, God damn it, this corner's not going to line up unless I change all this or something. Fuck, and then you got to do it all over again or whatever, something like that. Yeah. When it doesn't turn out. But, yeah, when a well-laid plan comes out good, great. But, boy, when it goes to shit that last fourth quarter, oh, fuck.
0: That's why I never draw up plans. I have them all up in my brain, so I know what I want it to look like. But if I draw it and someone else can see it, they're like, that's not what you were doing. Well, no, I had to pivot because this room, to line up this room, instead of being 11 foot, I had to make it 11 foot four. Right. The one we're sitting in? No, this this one is uh, two by two. Um, Yeah. He's on my lap. Your mustache does feel nice on my chin. You're welcome. I did that for you, but it helps the acoustics. And then, uh, so yeah, so you gotta you gotta make good adjustments on the fly, and no one's gonna know. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Adapt and overcome. Like the, isn't that the Boy Scout motto? I think so. Yeah, I think so. But were you ever in the Boy Scouts? I was. I made it up to, and you're gonna laugh the the Blow. I think that's where I stopped. In, I quit while I was on top. Yeah, I was never an eagle. Do you ever get hurt in Boy Scouts?
1: Uh, well, actually my first street fight was at a, a, at a boy scout camp dish. Uh, I think I was probably nine, I would guess. And I remember we had the little, the, hang, the neckerchief on yeah. with the, the wedding ring that slid up and down it to hold it all in place. Yeah. And there was some kid talking smack.
0: Oh, motherfucker.
1: And so none of us had pocket knives cause we were nine. <laughs> so I, I, was, I was going to shank him, but I didn't have a weapon. Yeah. didn't have a piece. So I... Uh,
0: Hold still. I, I'm going to start you on fire with these two sticks, motherfucker. There was
1: three other pansies in my tribe, and they weren't stepping up, oh. they, and they were going to let this guy disrespect. <laughs> and so I said, hey, jab turkey. And I think we, we, we got in like an a armed lock of some type and then rolled down a hill into a bunch of leaves in the fall and colder and shit, and I got a stick in my ear. I'm like, ooh, this sucks. And that, that was it. But that was my first street fight. Trading barbs? yeah
0: love it yeah uh two injuries He's lucky that stick got me yeah two injuries i suffered in boy scouts so uh where the pavilion is now uh in, in chautauqua Carson? park not not my pavilion but they built that big octagon pavilion there in chautauqua park and put baseball fields and all absolutely sorts. the the cub scout building used to be down there and we were after uh, a meeting we were all jack around because we were eight or nine years old and I was running, and I rounded the corner, and one of the uh, fellow scouts had his sister with us. That was before girls could join uh, scouts. Right. So we the good wound, old days. we <laughs> we rounded the corner at the same time and just straight up head bunted each other. Oh! And she was fine, but it, it split my eyebrow open, like, the whole thing. So it was yeah. just a big old gash. And I had to go get uh, stitches for that. Actually, they... I didn't get stitches. I think my parents took me home, and I they superglued it or something. Walk it off. Yeah. Be a man. The other time, I I shoved a knife into my palm, and the knife was so sharp I didn't realize it. Yep. And then I slid it up. Oh. I was trying to whittle. You filleted your hand. Yeah, just laid it right open. First day of uh, scout camp, I sold a million popcorns to go to this fucking camp for free. And the first day, I cut myself, and I couldn't couldn't go in the water. I couldn't go in the canoes. I couldn't paddle. I couldn't whittle. I just sat there for a whole week watching everybody else have the time of their lives.
1: Was that Camp Aldersgate? No, it was up in Spencer,
0: Iowa somewhere. Oh, quite a ways. Big yeah. trip.
1: So I'm not going to say the teacher's name, but he was a teacher that you knew as well, mm-hmm. that we had, and many of our guests have had. Well, he was chaperoning a trip, and uh, they were at Camp Aldersgate, And we will not say his name. Okay. No matter how many dollars you're waving at me, I will not <laughs> say his name. But uh, this has been back in, oh, late 90s or late eighties, early nineties. And he was chaperoning this trip. And one of the girls was up like three in the morning and they saw this teacher going across from his master suite to the bathroom. Cause they had a common community bathroom with the Frisbee covering his junk, butt naked <laughs> because he was sleeping naked <laughs> and walking down the hallway of this camp <laughs> naked.
0: <laughs> who, who sleeps naked chaperoning? Kids? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I'll tell you off air, but, uh, he was a teacher. Just think what teacher it may have been. Uh, all of you listeners from our, our area, but it was one of the teachers a lot of us had.
0: That is amazing. It's too damn hot to sleep with fucking clothes on.
1: <laughs> hey, yep.
0: Probably exactly what he said.
1: Taught for like 30 years.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. 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 And, and
1: I don't blame him because I like to sleep Well, as you know, t-shirt, no underwear. Because mm-hmm. I, I get cold up here, hot down there. As you should. Yeah. yeah. So I don't blame him. That's. Uh... But at least he had the Frisbee. He
0: didn't want to get on a registry yeah. somewhere. Where the
1: hell did he find a Frisbee?
0: I don't know. I he, don't know. S- he stepped on it getting out of his cabin and was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was probably a dinner plate. That's amazing. I do uh, remember a story. Shiloh told me that they were at some uh, Girl Scout camp or something, and one of her buddies walked into the bathroom as the— uh, the chaperone there was changing uh, completely naked, just full bush. Oh, yeah. Just complete, And then didn't even try to cover. Just tried to carry on a conversation, full beef out. Like a school teacher was? No, it was another. It was just some. Oh, just one of the moms? Uh, maybe. I, hmm. I don't know a lot of people. Hmm. But.
1: Why is that? Uh, maybe I'm not that old yet. Because we used to go. There's always that old dude in the locker room that's really comfortable being naked. Oh, yeah excuse me, we used to go to a community pool in Sheldon, Iowa, where I went to college, and there was an old dude in there that would have a conversation with you just swinging meat.
0: Mm.
1: And he was probably, excuse me, gosh Way darn. Way too old. He was probably 70 years old. So I mean, for those girls that have not seen 7 year old balls yet that are avid listeners, they're You're probably, eight, they're about 18 inches long.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. But you got to think, that guy, 70 years old, you know, back in the early 2000s, that guy had seen some shit. He had been through... Those balls had been least, through some shit. At least one world war. Yeah. So he had seen some shit. So he did not give a fuck. Nope. nope. You know how many crouts balls I saw on the nope. battlefield.
1: Mm-hmm. See that Busy, scar right nothing. there? He pulled up his balls. See
0: that scar right there? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Took so, a shot. It's a bullet wound. <laughs> yep. Third one of the day. Didn't stop me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but those, yeah, those old guys are just built different. But he not physically, but just like mentally. Oh yeah, those guys my my amazing. father-in-law is the
1: same way. Yeah, he's they're bad sons of bitches.
0: Just swinging meat. well uh,
1: I've never seen my in-laws naked, which uh, I'm comfortable to say that, and it's fine with me. Yeah, I've never I'd seen like to my in-laws
0: now naked. But I dated a gal in college once, and her dad was very comfortable with his body, hmm. and he came out just. Hey Frank, you ever uh, do, you, do you golf? And it's like, uh, yeah, I you know I like to go out and play golf. And he was around the corner, and I knew he was getting in the shower. So I don't know why he was talking. And he rounded the corner, butt ass naked, carrying golf clubs. And then instead of putting them in front of him, he set them next to him and then leaned onto him, just dick out to the world. That was an offer, Frank. I uh, maybe you were getting proposed. Maybe, but that's the first red bush I ever saw. Oh yeah, game changer. Monumental.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I I don't know. I don't know the
0: first uncircumcised crank I've seen too. That was a big day for you. Yeah, it was. It was your your uncle. I can no. It was this gal. I was Dayton's dad. I'll be damned. Yep. Now I'm just trying to think of redheaded guys.
1: (laughs) 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 Whose balls were (laughs) Frank eyeballing? I'll be damned. We need the Jeopardy sound effect. Doop, 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 do, Just do, throwing do, out do. names. Just tossing out names. Like but, on Ted?
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, but he was he was a super nice guy, but yep. just really weird about his body. Yeah. I don't think I'll get naked in front of my kids' friends. I'm going to make that a goal yeah. for me. And I'm going to tell you that now. Well. Because if I ever did, you would know, and then yeah, I would see the disappointment in your
1: eyes. Back, I'm looking back at Aaron Kramkowski's things not to do naked. Uh, walk around in front of the kids would probably be one of them. Yep. Add it. Yep. To the list. Yeah. So. Things not to do naked. <laughs> kids. Walk in front of your children.
0: Yep. That's going to be up there. Well,
1: and even your kids, yeah, you might get out of the shower, so be it. But, yeah, walking down the hall to give some random kid golf clubs. Kind of knew what he was doing. Yeah. It's not like he was really handicapped, and he's like,
0: "I don't know where I'm at on Tuesday." Yeah, and I had an eyebrow ring, so maybe that was sending some mixed signals. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, so you were putting the vibe I out? I was. I think that you, it was just radiating. D- the...
1: Dressed like a whore, you're gonna get treated <laughs> like one.
0: Words of wisdom for, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> for Brad. That's the closing <laughs> argument. Shut her down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was a no if it's a dave Chappelle or chris rock bit but this girl's coming up to him at a party and she's like, "Oh, i thought you were the cops well because i got this uniform on yeah and then another girl comes up and, he's, and he tried to take her out and he's he said well how much is it and she's like what are you talking about well to, to take you out and she's like i'm not a whore well, you sure wearing a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he probably told it better than I did. Maybe no, I'm I like
0: I liked your rendition. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I dress like a whore. Uh, you
1: wear the uniform, you're gonna get called that. That's that's why I don't wear my doctor's outfit all the time. Oh, I I don't I don't have any doctor's outfits, so I that's probably
0: part of why they can dress I like anybody.
1: They're real people.
0: They are actual.
1: Um, I'm, I'm trying to think because I have a lot. I do like themed hats, whether it be a cowboy hat or a band hat or a fishing hat. I like to wear going out hats. I don't. Yeah. I don't have any doctors. I don't have a.
0: W- w- what the fuck thing? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the thing they wore, time. Mash. Yeah, the old mirror that mirror. Honeycutt was wearing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite
1: Mash character?
0: Uh It's got to be Hawkeye. I like Colonel Potter. Colonel Potter was good. Did you know? uh From Iowa. The radar. In the in the show, he was from yep. Iowa. Was yep. Colonel Potter from Iowa.
1: I think in real life he was. Yeah. I think.
0: But uh, radar, radar O'Malley. Yep. Uh, hit, anyway, did you know that they never showed his left hand because he it was like fucked up. He had like three fingers had on it. Had a wing on it. Did he? Yeah. So he always hold that notebook. Yeah. He always right. had a clipboard or yeah. something, and it always oh. it, it hit his hand. I don't think I ever saw him in any other. He was in the for TV movie. What was he? Yeah. Some Hallmark-type stuff. Yeah. Called the man with the hand. Brad was drinking. I thought you could get spit take like, out of that. <laughs> like, uh, well, well,
1: there's something about marrying that... guy's got his claw trying to fix her hair.
0: <laughs> Grab my strong hand, child. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yep. Yep. That's the one.
1: That's the one.
0: Exactly like that. So, anything else we need to chat about? You I know, know. I, I think we put out some radio gold. I just... I do have one one other segment that I thought we'd close with. Okay. And that would be dream guests. Oh. We've had a lot of fantastic people on the podcast. But if you could have anybody on the podcast, you know, famous or, or not. Yes. And you think, I think we'd be pretty good buddies if we had them on the show.
1: So I'll let you go first, since your question.
0: Oh, man. I knew you were going to do that to me. Um there's a lot of people. I think uh, Bert, uh, Bert, Bert Krasner, the Machine. Oh God, he does a good interview, and uh, he does. Yeah, and he has a, a really good podcast with uh, Tom Segura.
1: Oh, great! Now our ratings are going to go down. People are going to switch over.
0: Probably. Two bears. <laughs> Yeah. Two bears, two bears, one, one cave. cave. I've yeah. heard a lot of it. Yep. It's, yeah, fantastic podcast. You yep. guys are hilarious. They bought a house together. just to use as a studio. Oh, I imagine yep. that's what I did. But uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. step one, check. But I think I think if I could hang out with Bert, we'd be pretty good buddies.
1: So, and you know, I'm kind of thinking of interviews that I've heard in the last couple of years since we've been jacking around with this podcast and seeing that. And there's guys you think they're just genuine dudes to be fun to hang out with. Um, when Dax Shepard comes to mind
0: because
1: mm. he's got uh, um, armchair quarterback or arm, yeah, armchair, armchair expert expert, and that's a freaking great one. Yeah, and I thought that would be a great one to hang out with. And uh, oh, do I have to have two because the other one's Matthew McConaughey. It uh, oh. just seems like a genuine dude. All the because he does a lot of inspirational speaking. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of his talks online. I've never seen him in person, obviously, but he just seems like a genuine freaking dude.
0: No, but, absolutely. Did you know that he might be blood brothers, like actual brothers with Woody Harrelson?
1: What I saw a clip on him. I just assumed it was a joke, but no,
0: it's like a it's like a real deal. <laughs> that's, <funny. laughs> that'd be, that'd be, that's weird. Yeah, but yeah, two of the biggest actors in the biz. And yeah. <laughs> they might be related.
1: Woody Harrelson would be another fucking. Oh my oh god, my, he's yeah, amazing.
0: He would be. He'd yeah, be pretty good.
1: Or the Somali Pirates from uh, Captain Phillips, the real pirates,
0: <laughs> the actual. Just actual, say. So, how'd you get into pirating? Yeah, what what life choices did you make?
1: Yeah, where'd you fuck up?
0: It's like first I was born on the water. Yeah, that's obvious. Right, you got to be born near water. We're not going to be any Nishinabatna River pirates, <laughs> which. Might be the new name for the podcast. <laughs> right. We do have t shirts coming for the actual One More We All Go name. Oh, so you better pimp that while you're getting it out there. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, we order t shirts. They should be here early September. How can they get a hold of them? Uh, I believe they could probably just get a hold of us. Yeah. Message us on the gram. Yeah. We have the, the Instagram. We also have a, a Facebook page. We'll post pictures. We'll do, maybe we'll do like a an unboxing video.
1: Oh, Yeah. If you want a picture of Frank and a Frisbee and the (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt, message us. I got a dog Frisbee
0: upstairs just a huge hole in the middle. (laughs) Hey, look, no hands. Look at that. (laughs) Like an aerobie. (laughs) I saw Brad walk into the bathroom covering himself with a hula hoop. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we'll get a hold of everybody when we get the – the, the T-shirt said.
1: So, hey, we've never done this, Frank.
0: What's your words of wisdom? Words to live by. Ah, uh, my words of wisdom. I I kind of live my whole life by it, but it's not that bad.